Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The world has gotten even stranger than you already know. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. Take that off, what are you? Genius, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. People in this room, which one is A, wearing a spangly outfit, and B, not of use? You people are so petty. Sir, please put down the spear. Simply marvelous. Yes, hello, welcome to Simply Marvelous, the podcast where we talk about the Marvel movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. My name's Kyron Wheatley. I am Ray Nicholson. My name's Georgia Mooney, and today we're talking about Thor. It's not easy to do what you did. You made my man look like a bunch of minimum wage mall cops. That's hurtful. Who are you? I have sacrificed much to achieve peace. For, through your arrogance and stupidity, you have opened these peaceful realms and innocent lives to the horror and devastation of war. You are a vain, greedy, cruel boy. And you are an old man and a fool! You're unworthy! Father. I now take from you your power! I cast you out! Please, open your eyes. Oh, no, this is Earth, isn't it? Where did it come from? Oh, Racy, what's Thor about? <laughs> In a time when everyone's name was silly, Hannibal <laughs> Lecter is back to his old tricks of having wars with very cold, bold men. The biggest Hemsworth and his brother, Chris Angel Mind Freak, go to have a chat because some of the cold, bald men tried to steal something. 
All shit breaks loose and Biggs Hemsworth is fucked off to America. There he meets Black Swan, the gay man from Mamma Mia and Kat Denning. Hannibal Lecter is sad, so he has a big sleep. Nah, nah, Hannibal. Uh-oh, Chris Angel Mind Freak is up to something. Thor. <laughs> no, that was brilliant, Reese. Thank you. Early thoughts, early doors, first reactions. Early thoughts. 2011. <laughs> what were you doing oh, in 2011, yeah. Georgia? 2011, I was faffing along in a jazz degree, which I eventually <laughs> dropped out of. I think they've just tripled in cost, haven't they? <laughs> Oh, it's fine. They're on the way out. Is it an essential job, Jazz? Um, it's an unpopular job. <laughs> it's the paychecks you don't play in Jazz. Give it a bop, 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 give it a boo. Was that the thrust of it? Well, that's it. Give it a bop, bop, Three years. Give it a bop, bop, bop. So first year's scuba it. Yeah. Years work on the debop, bop. I left after debop, bop. Oh, he didn't get to debut. <laughs> no, um, leave did, him hanging. Did you ever, and I realise jazz is far more than, uh, but have you ever had to scat at that, in that, did you have to scat in that class? God, yeah, Reese, And it was <laughs> horrendous. <laughs> Everyone openly hated it. No, no, no. no, no. Don't I did not up. sign up for this. <laughs> And frankly, no one listening did either. So we'll give Jazz a miss. So you're at Jazz Club and, um, <laughs> sorry, Jazz. Little did I know, there are nine realms to the universe. Yeah. <laughs> did you go and see Thor at the time? No. 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 Did you see it at the seminar? No, I didn't. I just sort of didn't really see too much of the MCU until um, that, me, until Avengers, I think. I think Avengers was the first one that I saw at the cinema. What about you, Ruth? I was a late taker on of the MCU, but then I really, like a duck to the MCU. I, <laughs> oh, imagine a little duck going into the movies with a big popcorn under his wing. And like he's a so, duck to oh, Mighty Ducks. And he's, he's sitting he's, in the drink holder. He's so excited about it as well. Uh, yeah, I think I probably saw this at the movies. Um, I reckon I, you did. Yeah. I, <laughs> watching it, though, it was so long ago, watching it, I was like, I have no memory of this. I think Ragnarok is the, I don't think I've seen the middle one, the middle Thor movie. Mm. Like, oh, so there's three. There's three. Okay. There's this, The Dark Worlds, and Ragnarok. Yeah. Ragnarok is far better than... For those who are just joining Simply Marvelous now, you're, this you're is dumb, the dumb. level of knowledge... You should expect passing entry level. Yeah. Like, it should be know. really called simple, marvelous. Yeah, we did watch cool. the films. Yep. Yeah, we're in phase one of the MCU, and we're in phase one of our old knowledge and understanding of the. <laughs> it's a real guide. I don't think we ever claim to know anything about these movies. No, but I did notice at the start of Thor that between the computers and the storms and the naked man in the pattern in the field, within the first two minutes, it is it is kind of hackers twister. Terminator and signs mm. all wrapped up in one. Yeah. Mm. So they're like chasing the storm and then there's a naked man in the middle of nowhere and then there's a, a weird like crop circle that it- he's landed in and also some hackers stuff like, <laughs> like a lot of keyboard work early on. It's also very, very different immediately because suddenly we're taken outside of Earth and, and I was like, oh. Lord of the Rings, isn't it? Straight yeah. away. Well, 
I got to say, it's the sort of origin story I am into because it has a sort of mystical history with the Lord of the Ringsy vibe, a lot of kings leading armies into battle, you know, and they're always huge, just thousands in the most orderly queues. They're so yeah. grid-like in their formation every time. It's just very good. So organized, big hats. Such big hats <laughs> that when they're fighting in those wars, like the there's, I, I just uh, the the strength you need to. I'd be so tired getting to war. Yeah, mm. and then you've got to do war. You got to mm. keep your head up with that bit of armor on. But I do like the artistic flair in the armor and helmet design. I sort of wish that we applied that to modern warfare. Yeah, it's sort of like a ram's, Was like as Germans? if at war they're just going to bump heads. Is sort of. <laughs> The design. Is it Germans or Russians that have the big pointy ones in the Yes. You've asked the right people. Yes. Um, you know what I mean. If the... you're just coming to Simply Marvelous now, <laughs> this is the knowledge that you can expect uh, from, about war as about well. War. In the olden days, they did definitely have more elaborate headgear with feathers and like the brushy things. I think it was the Germans that had the spiky ones. The big spiky ones. Yeah, mm. and the Romans had the brushes that they could do the sweeping after. I wonder at, at what point they thought, you know, maybe we shouldn't have shiny gold and bright red. We should just go for dirt coloured. Yeah, <laughs> dirt coloured. Yeah. Is that what you call camouflage? <laughs> yeah. I think that's fundamentally what it means. The other thing, the other thing about the outfit is the sensational 80 shoulder pads on Thor's mm-hmm. red cape. Like he looks like he's about to sell Avon door to door. I'd buy. It's sensational. So Thor has a very powerful hammer, which is inherently funny as a weapon. Because to begin with, you're like a hammer. Yeah. That's the weapon. Yeah. Like no yeah. matter how heavy it is, like I you can really just bang them on the head. You're like whacking. That, that's, <laughs> it's your only move. whacking someone. I think that's our modern <laughs> interpretation of it. Like when I think of a hammer, I think of like a little... Bonk. Like a, like a thing that my dad used to build the shed. Yeah. yeah. Not... not um, but then all the spinning uh, starts and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I see what you're saying. In the older days, hammers were much more large and wielding, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You, they were more for, you know, bashing a skull instead of a nail. Mm. Yeah. And Loki, he's got kind of ice powers, not unlike Elsa from Frozen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he also has trouble letting it go. So <laughs> he does. Um, brothers competing for a throne is a classic vibe. I do think that if you have two sons, you have to put one in a basket and send it down the river because yeah. otherwise yeah. you've got trouble your whole life. Well, is yeah. it? Is that the? Isn't Thor? If you're a king, just to be clear, not in general, Art. Is it? Is it based on anything? The story, like, have they have they done like some sort of like? Is this? I mean, again, I'm asking. I'm meant to be kind of the person in this <laughs> that knows more about Marvel, and I don't know. Thor is my giant black hole of knowledge about. Ah, interesting. Um, if it was one of the younger, one of the other uh, Hemsworths, I'd be far more interested. Mm. But oh. he. Chris is too, too old for you. Not too old, too like um, big. Yeah. Uh, too much. I mean, I guess that's the point of Thor. Yeah, I think it's, isn't it just based on, isn't it based on those sort of Greek, is it Greek? No, no, it's, um, it's the Norse. Norse, on those Norse gods, which they note, which they point out at the start, don't they? When, um, when old mate, Skarsgård. Yeah. Um, when he's like, no, it is, it's about the Norse gods and he gets the book off. His sons are in everything. I wonder if they ever had chats, him and Hemsworth are like, so, acting dynasty, how about that? 
Like, the, <laughs> like all his sons are in all movies. Is that right? Is mm. it Skarsgård? He has like three sons and things. Oh, Alexander Skarsgård. Why isn't he in a Marvel movie? I love him. Is it bad that I admire Loki's skills of manipulation? Oh. Yes. That makes me feel very sick. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's, that's great. He was my favourite at the start, i got to say, because he mostly though because he seemed um, a bit more um, calm and he was, had sort of slightly nicer manners. Yeah, yeah like a sociopath. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the way he got his brother to go and ruin everything for himself. Are you doing that to me? Slowly. I mean, not not as fast as he was able to do, and that's why I admire him. He was able to really get it done. It's taking me years. Yeah. yeah. Well, Thor starts as a bit of a meathead. Like he sort of he needs to learn the hard way. He's a bit of a burly lad before oh, yeah. I last. I'd describe him as a dumb cunt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, he's like a hammer. He's a he's an <laughs> way. he's an NRL player. Yeah, yes. So he's banished from his magical place and sent flying down to Earth where he crashes directly into Natalie Portman, which I thought was a very lucky strike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. Yeah, yes, you wouldn't say that Natalie Portman and Natalie Portman like people mm. are the dominant... I don't think we're allowed to call them that anymore. Uh, ...people <laughs> of the planet, would you? Like that, you know... Extremely beautiful people. Extremely yeah. beautiful, very affable. Yeah. Smart. Um, can do ballet. Yeah. Yep. Can do ballet. There are better roles for women in this movie. There are roles for women in this there movie. There are roles. <laughs> it is interesting that she's the first time in the movies that we've watched so far that, um, actually, no, Liv Tyler was the same, that she didn't have to punch anyone at any time. The way that they prove her worth is not, um, and she got a moment, like. Um, like uh, Scarlet. Scarlett Johansson was like, and look at what she can do with her legs. <laughs> Natalie Portman was like, ah, she clever lady and they're going to give her a gear back at the end. <laughs> yeah, but I did giggle at the point where there's, there's sort of, there's a romantic scene by the fire and Natalie Portman, who is a, you know, smart, driven, ambitious, independent scientist, seems just way more interested in shagging Chris Hemsworth than learning that there are nine realms to the universe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree yeah. with you, but I can't promise that I wouldn't be the same. <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, so I'm from like, get it out. Get it out. Does the dick match the arms? <laughs> Yikes. Why is it that so often there is a magicy, a magicy, a magicy swirly cube of mystery power that's always in some sort of vault that people are really hell bent on protecting and or stealing? What you, is that you mean in the MCU? Because you have not done enough research about the MCU, maybe to that is perhaps leading towards something. You know that I've done no research, Reese. <laughs> yeah, no, that. That comes um that comes yeah, up. That comes oh, up. Oh, oh, so I picked up on something. You but it seems to be one. common in the cinema world. Do you think to add to each app? Georgia picked up on. Swirly cube, yes. <laughs> yes. I think is that the Tesseract? That's no. Yeah, I think that's what they call it, isn't it? The Tesseract is the one from Captain America. Have we done Captain America yet? No, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the next one. That's the next one. We've watched it. We've watched it about before. six months ago. This might be the okay. episode we've done. <laughs> um, I don't think that bleaching bleaching your eyebrows is a good idea. <laughs> 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 this is another note. 
Is this connected to the movie or are you? <laughs> Who was that? Who are we talking about? Hemsworth. His Hemsworth. eyebrows are heavily bleached. Oh, yeah. do they bleach? They have they? to make him look Norse. Yeah. I had a lady tell me recently that she thinks that I should dye my eyebrows the same way that I dye my hair. And I think that is Ooh. such a terrible decision. <laughs> Imagine if I had bright red eyebrows. To match your labia. I don't know why I said that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really don't. That's what they say about lipstick. Uh, it's, anyway. <laughs> You're meant to match lipstick to your labia. Apparently. What an interesting time at David Jones as you're walking around with the lipsticks. <laughs> trying to test them. Excuse me. Do you me. want me to do a quick check? Excuse me, I need to take these five lipsticks to the bathroom. Why do government agents always park their shiny black cars in a circle? Do you agree? Oh, yes. yes. Like mm. a mint roundabout that doesn't exist. Mm. It is, yeah. It's interesting because it's perfect for cinematography. Mm. It's super lucky. <laughs> That's how they park their cars. This is the first kind of supernatural kind of angle of the MCU. And people don't seem too shocked. But, like, I know they've already, like, they know in theory, oh, he's from another planet maybe or another realm or blah, blah, blah. But when a man with a fire head comes and there's a huge tornado taking over the whole town, people still seem pretty pleased to be like, well, let's hang out and watch this. Mm-hmm. Like Natalie Port, if I was Natalie Portman, I don't care how much I want to fuck Chris Hemsworth again. I'm going to move a little bit away. Yeah. But then you don't get your chance for your close-up um, with a line that's just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah, as it slowly pushes in on your face. Yeah, 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 yeah. How many times would you practice that in the mirror? Yeah. <laughs> it would be pretty fun. It would be so fun doing these movies, especially all the hanging. Like these guys would have had to do so much dangling from ropes in front of a green screen to indicate that they're flying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to indicate that they're flying. <laughs> to indicate. Which is what actors do. <laughs> Acting's taken over now, but they used to say indicating. They used yeah. To, I'm an indicator. Well, acting is just indicating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> acting is just reacting and indicating. Yeah, I think it must be cool as well to film on a green screen or film in like an abstract way that they do on these films, like with dots on their faces and things like that, go to the cinema, watch the movie and see it, see you do the, Mm. actually do the thing, like actually spin a hammer and fly into the sky. And also it's always going to be so much better. The only time I've ever acted in things that looked far worse than I thought it had gone. So it (laughs) must be nice to be able to see it go like, oh, well that I am flying. That's good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and because you've got stuntmen doing all cool stunt stuff that you wouldn't be seeing. And you get to wear that cape. Yeah. In some of these movies, there is so much CGI, though. They must not really know what happens in the movie till they see it, like at Mm. all. Mm. You kind of, uh, like Natalie Portman probably went, oh, my God, and that's the one bit of acting she did in this whole movie, (laughs) and they did the rest CGI. I reckon. And, well, Thor doesn't really need to know what point he's at at the plot because his voice doesn't change. Like his accent isn't really anything. It's sort of, it's not Aussie, it's not American, it's just warrior. It's just like, yeah. Yeah, It's Byron Bay, I think. Byron Bay. (laughs) (laughs) To get into the accent, you say anti-vax. 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 It's very threatening. Um, I did giggle at the um, portrayal of the good and the bad planets because the good one is is gold and shiny and gleaming. Gondor. 
rainbows and then the bad one is just extremely dark, freezing, mm. and like also Mordor. everything is filmed on a jarring angle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's capitalism. It's, uh, <laughs> it's the story of capitalism. <laughs> no, they don't, they don't leave it to your imagination, do they? Like good, bad, but that's kind of why these movies are so good at a time like this. Oh yeah, when you you know you're looking for good and bad, you don't want to have to think. You want to be told exactly mm-hmm. who the good people and the bad people are, mm-hmm. and the bad people are, are icy, ugly fucks <laughs> on yep. the side angle, dark place, <laughs> and then freezing. the good people are literally gods. <laughs> Literally gods, covered in gold. Covered in gold on a rainbow road, (laughs) bumping into Natalie Portman in the middle of a desert. I mean, obviously they're the good people. Wearing capes, again on the capes. I love (laughs) capes. The capes, I'm I'm disappointed we don't get to wear capes now. I wish that that had lasted in fashion. They look so warm. (laughs) Instant picnic rug. Cinemas are cold. You've always got a blankie. Yep. Yep, yep, and you just feel powerful. Even on damp surfaces, always got a safety barrier. <laughs> makes turning in a circle really fun. You yep. just wish around. And we're out of reasons. Yeah, you got still, <laughs> still talking about them. Sorry. Most of it, we were like trying to figure out which characters are the Wizard of Oz, mm. and I think, I think if I had to peg one, it would probably be the Wizard. Mm. You want to peg the Wizard? Yeah. <laughs> if I had to peg one of the characters, it would be the Wizard. Wow. <laughs> That's that's what I'd like to say. And are you wearing a strap on dress, <laughs> or are you using? Who else your has dick? fun comments? <laughs> if Ooh. if one of if one if of, you had to peg one character in this show, <laughs> this movie, who do you want to peg? Um, I don't know if you remember this, but I thought Natalie Portman's kiss was a bit intense. Yes. Well, let's let's go through this list. So the kiss, <laughs> which wasn't in the rain, we'll have to settle for a kiss in the sunset. Mm-hmm. There is right. He tries to pull the thing out. In the rain. Back to pegging. <laughs> pegging. <laughs> we don't call that rain, but sweet of you. Yeah. But, you know, but one thing I did notice about the kiss was that she made the move. Mm. He didn't force, which is so often the case, mm. of just out of nowhere forcing a kiss on the female character who's had no real storyline other than I'm in love with the lead. Mm. Um, whereas this at least this kiss, if we're looking for it, I mean, this it certainly kiss, still fails the best old test, kiss. but <laughs> yeah. she, she made the move at the very least. So there's, there was no consent issue with this one, which no. is an extremely low bar that we're, <laughs> that we're lucky to clear. I always wonder when a uh, superhuman person uh, falls in love with a uh, regular human person mm. and Thor, I'd imagine... I'd imagine Thor's not a virgin, but he's been sleeping with Asgardians who are all very strong people. Mm. Natalie Portman, regular person, and when he got his powers back, is there risk that he's going to crush her to death? Mm. But maybe as long as the hammer's not in the bedroom. It's like the phone rule. No phones in the bedroom, no hammers in the bedroom, and then we're okay. (laughs) If you were dating Thor, you'd have to have that rule, wouldn't you? Yeah. No hammer in the bedroom. No hammering in the bedroom. He'd once. No hammer, <laughs> or hammering in the bedroom. One one time, I reckon. No one wants hammering. I reckon, the one one time the hammer gets involved. <laughs> yeah. I reckon. And you it's don't not really quite like that. You like a bit of pressure, like oh. a weighted blanket. Sorry. Oh yeah. Go well, on. Sleep. <laughs> well, like a hammer in the bedroom, you could you'd put it, you'd love that. Ah. I mean, that absolutely sounded like you meant like it when I'm crushing you during our lovemaking, right? Like that scene when Loki's on the rainbow road and he's just stuck and he looks pained, 
But you would be like, oh, this is nice and relaxing. Loki on the Rainbow Road sounds like a really bad book for like yeah. gender, gender <laughs> queer teen like kids. Oh, it really, it really, really does. One of the things about this movie is, as I think we're all proving, <laughs> that um, it's not, it's not memorable. <laughs> There's so much going on in this movie, but also mm. nothing going on at the same time. Out of all of them, this was so clearly a trilogy. Shall we have a look at some reviews? Uh, mm-hmm. Today, our real pro review, it comes oh. from Roger Ebert, who says one and a half stars. Ooh. What? Yeah. And says, this story might perhaps be adequate for an animated film for children with Thor, Odin and the others played by piglets. In the arena of movies about comic book superheroes, it is a desolate vastation. Nothing exciting happens. Nothing of interest is said. And the special effects evoke not a place or a time, but simply special effects. I'm so glad I don't. Like, I love movies and I love film. But I also just love being entertained. I'm so glad I know nothing about film. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have had such a good time at the movies so many times because I don't think critically. <laughs> Imagine being so angry at Thor. Like, <laughs> so angry at it. Mm. Imagine being so furious at a movie you got to see for free. Mr. Kite123 says, two stars. It's nice to see different places than New York, but it's still a piece of shit movie. <laughs> That sounds like he wrote that during lockdown. Well, it's nice to see parts that aren't New York. Anywhere but New York. Rankings. Georgia, you at the moment have a number one first place winning on the gold medal dais. Iron Man 2 followed by The Incredible Hulk and then Iron Man one, where would you place Thor? Oh, my God, I'm so nervous. You always make me go first as well, so I can't be influenced by your vote. Oh, we can change that. Reese. Iron Man <laughs> was your number one. Iron Man 2 was your number two, and then Incredible Hulk was third. Where would you place Thor? Um... <laughs> Okay, I'll go. I just wanted to see how long I wanted to see how long I could hold that for. Um, I would place this. Can I start switching around my order? Can it change? Like, mm, I was wondering that as well. Well, on reflection. On reflection. <laughs> on reflection of this viewing. I mean, you've seen these films multiple times. They've yeah. been stewing in the subconscious. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can, I guess. I would like to place it. Iron Man 2 is now my number one. Yeah. Then I we're going to so. go yeah. Thor. What? Mm-hmm. Just fucking deal with it. It's a made-up <laughs> system. It's a podcast about movies that came out 35 years ago. I, I can't understand why you're changing it now. Because I've had more to think about. A lot's happening in the yeah, world. Yeah, you've had a decade to think about yes. what you think about these movies. I just don't know what's changed between last recording. I want a record. divorce. We can't question his journey. Iron Man 2, then Thor, then Iron Man 1, then Hulk. Okay, I am putting Thor below Iron Man 2, but in front of the Incredible Hulk. I think I liked Iron Man 2 more, and then I'll put Thor. Before the Incredible <laughs> Hulk. Yeah. For your least favourite Iron Man. Yeah. We talked almost nothing about this movie. We just mainly talked about taking <laughs> pain. This episode has been... And now Reese likes to be crushed. <laughs> um, a fun fact about me that my mother reminded me of a couple of years ago was, um, oh, yeah, we used to find you in the spare room with the mattress on top of you. <laughs> nice. Um, it's got a weighted blanket and a heated under blanket thing. A heated under blanket, oh, an electric blanket. I love yeah. an electric, electric blanket. blanket. Well, it's not, but it's not a blanket. It's not on top. It's underneath. It's like yeah, a fitted sheet. That's mm. what electric blankets are. Mm. I didn't know that. So with mm-hmm. the weighted blanket, mm. like every night, I'm trapped. I'd like I'm getting it from both sides. You got heat coming up from underneath, weight coming down from on top. It's like oh god, you're snug as a bug, Karen. Do you watch Thor again? 
No, I'd probably done with Thor. To be honest, I'm done yeah, nah, Thor. I'm up for more Thors. I think I'd be up for the next one, but I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that again. Ragnarok True. is a yeah. bloody tops movie. Well, buddy, we'll get to but that. We've got to get through Dark World first. And what are we looking forward to about Captain America: The First Avenger? Nazis. <laughs> Nazis. So Nazis get involved. Oh, expect Nazis at the MCA MCU. <laughs> not the Museum of Contemporary Art. <laughs> Well, uh, thank you for joining us on Simply Marvelous. See you next week for Captain America. And do send us um, who you think you would like to peg in any of the MCU. Mm, <laughs> to yes. be on the list. And who do you yep. think is a power bottom? All these questions, <laughs> uh, you can send those answers to at Reese Nicholson. I reckon um, Captain America is a power bottom. Exclusively. Though. I don't need. Because he's quite a strong personality, but much like America, he's being absolutely fucked. Yeah. That's and where we'll have to leave it for today. So that. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.